everyone. Welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Hi friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of Shalanda Says. Today's guest is Angel Charmaine of Speak Up Sis. So a little bit about your background. You are an awesome mother of four. Yes. And your background, your education is in, you went to school to teach. Mm-hmm. And then you you say you did that for what about twenty years or so? Uh, fifteen plus mm-hmm. years. Okay. Of teaching and mentoring mm-hmm. uh, teachers. Okay, great. Now I found you through social media, and I have yes. to say, what you are doing is really awesome. And I said I have to interview her. <laughs> And then it just so happens today is the first day of 2019. So happy new year. Yes. Happy new year to you as well. <laughs> Thank you. And I see that you wrote two books, one speak with chic and mm-hmm. it's a one woman, 10 truths. You said it's a collection of 10 conversational narratives. And this yes. book is stood out to me. You have God, I've Got Secrets as your second book. And God, I've Got Questions. Sorry, sorry. God, I've Got Questions. And it's your women's Bible study workbook. And yes. so your readers, they use these two books in conjunction with one another? Yes, they can. So the very first book, uh, Speak with Sheep, One Woman, Ten Troops. It is a compilation of 10 conversational narratives. It is a standalone book. It's the first of the Speak with Sheik series. So okay. there are other Speak with Sheik books to come. Mm-hmm. One Woman, Ten okay. Truth is the first. Mm-hmm. And Thought I've Got Questions, 10 Bible Studies for Women, a workbook is the companion workbook for One Woman, Ten Truths. So a, a woman could read. Uh, one Woman, Ten Truths as a standalone. However, I would not recommend getting God, I've Got Questions as a standalone because mm-hmm. it's the companion to the book. Right. Okay, great. So what is your timeline for coming out with the next editions of the books? So my, um, my goal is to, uh, to publish at least one of the books per year, maximum two per year. So okay. um, the, fir- the second book of the series um, is due to be out by the end of February because we're coming up on the <clears throat> one year anniversary mm-hmm. of One Woman, Ten Troops. Okay, excellent. Okay, so I have what I call my first fives. I wanted to use those few questions as sort of an icebreaker to kind okay. of get the audience acquainted with you. So okay. let's go a little deeper with my first five questions that I, I ask all my interviewees. Okay. So first question is what drew you to this area? 
because you are a inspirational speaker. So what drew you to inspirational speaking? Um, okay, well, I am actually an inspirational conversationalist. Conversationalist, okay. Yes, <clears throat> I, I do make the distinction. Okay. Because I often tell people that I am not going to get on the stage and be the guru to tell you the five best mm -hmm. steps of the best life forever right. and making a million dollars. That's not what I do. <laughs> that is not what I do. Um, what I believe I have been called to do is to inspire and empower people through conversations. Mm -hmm. And so what led me doing this is um, when I did the hard work on myself, when I had to sit down and stand in my own truth, I realized that the gift that, that I was created with is a gift of conversation. Okay. Um, and I have learned throughout the years that um, <laughs> somehow people walk away from conversations with me stronger, better, mm -hmm. ready to, to do what it is that they need to do in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know I did when I called you up the other day. And I didn't you know anything about my business and you just started speaking into my life and that was really awesome. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. It was a great conversation. <laughs> it was. So what impact do you hope to make? Oh wow. I my prayer is that I will be able to um revive the dream the dormant dreams. Um, and empower women to walk in their purpose, millions of women globally. Um, my, my prayer is that my impact is that those 12-year-old dreams that we have as, as little people, mm -hmm. be a doctor and a nurse and a president and a lawyer and a ballerina, and, mm -hmm. and, and when we were young enough to believe that we could do anything, Right. Um, I pray that my impact is to revive those dreams in women and then empower them to, to actually do the things they need to do to walk in that purpose. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. And so in reading your bio, it looks like you've been through quite a lot in, the, in your past. <laughs> so think about everything you know in regards to the path you've chosen now mm -hmm. and an inspirational conversationalist, mm -hmm. what would you do differently in retrospect? Uh, you know, and in retrospect, and, and I know we, we think about, about doing, doing things differently, but I, I will say this, I don't believe that I would have done much of anything differently mm. because what I have learned uh, when, I, when I decided to stand in my truth and to walk in my purpose, mm -hmm. I did ask God, okay, how is it that you want me to leave my job at 40 with 14 age children as a divorcee? Wow. How sway? How? How? Why? Why didn't you allow me to do this at 25? Right. Yes. Yeah. And I've got lots of years left and, and I got lots of learning left. And the answer that came back to me was that you needed 40 year old woman experiences mm. to reach the people I want you to reach. So had I done anything differently, 
maybe I would not have made the mistakes I made. Maybe I would, I would not have met some of the wrong people. Um, maybe I would not have done some of the things where I learned the lessons from to be able to stand now at 41 and share with other women. So I'm able to help other women do what they need to do because I did make all of those mistakes. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't think at this juncture in my life, I would say that I would have done anything differently because I know now why my story is so important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me, you have a, a good following. And so tell me what trends you perhaps see in relationships and in these women's stories. What type of trends or commonality are you seeing in these women's stories? Um, and, and the community is growing, uh, the speak of this community. It's not a huge community. It's not thousands of women just yet, but there are hundreds of women, um, at this point. And, um, what I see is a lot of pain, Mm. a lot of hurting women. They are hurting. I mean, and it runs the gamut from domestic violence, hurts, childhood abuse, hurt, um, uh, being a married woman, not knowing what to do in your marriage, hurt, not knowing whether to stay or go, not knowing whether the years you put in are worth um, trying to add some more to that number mm-hmm. <laughs> or calling it quits early. <laughs> right. um, I, what I see is a lot of women who are sitting in so much pain. Mm. Um, and the other commonality I see is a reluctance to share Mm. the pain. People are scared to talk about the pain. They're scared to talk about the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And I see that one, they're all in pain. And two, many of them don't want to talk about the pain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because you know, what happens is we've seen recently on TV and actually decades of victims coming out, victims of domestic violence and rape and all sorts of abuse. They come out and they're put to shame. And so that other women who are victims are watching these women go through these issues and they're watching these women be put to shame and they, and they think, okay, well, I'm not going to say anything because the same thing might happen to me. And so I, I really admire your your uh business and the focus of your business because you are encouraging women to speak out and share your pain because you never know what someone else is going through until you say something and by you saying something that gives the other woman strength to speak up right and you and you know and when you talk about shame Mm-hmm. The reality is, is, is shame is just a trick of the enemy mm-hmm. and, and shame is an internal thing. That's something um, we take on shame. Mm-hmm. Other people can't shame you. You take on that shame. Mm-hmm. Other people can say things about you. So, so the thing about sharing your story mm-hmm. is that 
the, the foundation of Speak Up Sis, which is the is the experience, the movement in which you're referring to, mm-hmm. um, is Revelations 12 and 11. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. So, so I often talk about the him, the enemy, right? Or simply his tricks, shame, guilt, condemnation, unworthiness, self-doubt, all of those mm-hmm. things. Those are all internal things that are caused from external influences. So when you say when you say that women are shamed, what it is is women take on a shame from things that have been secret. Mm-hmm. The sharing of your story allows you to overcome the enemy, the shame, the guilt, because mm-hmm. now it's no longer hidden. Mm-hmm. So yes, initially when you share it's going to be a little painful because it's been hidden. But mm-hmm. the more you share, the more you talk, the more um, you, you get it out, the more you release it, the lighter the burden, right? Mm-hmm. And, and until, until soon, there is no shame attached to it. No one can make you feel shameful because it's no longer a secret. The mm-hmm. shame is in the secrecy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I usually have a joke of the week or oh, <laughs> an inspirational quote <laughs> okay and so i think we should do a joke today let's do a joke let's lighten <laughs> it up what's the joke <laughs> okay all right last question though before we do the joke now what uh-huh. advice would you give to gosh you have so many women on your platform now let me say let me put this out there you just started your facebook group in december right 2018 december yes okay second week of december mm-hmm. the end of yeah yeah the second week of december okay and i remember seeing yeah, i guess a comment or something that you wanted to grow your group to 500 and when i was talking to you the yeah. other day I went on your page and it was 501 members. And so yes. hats off to you for, for growing so quick in two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. Thank and it, that motivates me to see someone else reaching out and touching so many lives. It's really awesome. And we both have a background in psychology and counseling. So I'm sure you know stories of uh, and studied the, the the hurts that people go through and so when i see mm-hmm. someone with my same or similar background putting forth such effort to reach people that really touches me and i i appreciate seeing your efforts because that motivates me to stay on track with what i want to do in people's lives and so yeah so hats off congratulations to it meeting and exceeding Thank your goal you. <laughs> and Yay. I know we have a lot more to come for 2019. Yes, we do. This. Now, out of all the stories and the comments that mm-hmm. women share on your platform, mm-hmm. pick a, a topic or what stands out most to you and what advice would you give those uh, women going through that particular situation, if you can narrow it down. Right. Oh, I know because it runs the gamut. And, yeah. and that's the thing. Um, that's the beauty of Speak Up, sis. It's not 
there's no specific type mm-hmm. of story. You know, there are some groups that are domestic domestic violence mm-hmm. groups. There are some groups that are childhood sexual abuse. There are some single mom groups. There are so many different groups that target a specific issue, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Speak Up Sis doesn't do that. Speak Up Sis says voice your truth your way whatever your truth is we just want you to open up your mouth and give voice to it so you can get free from it mm-hmm. um but if i had to pull something specific um i'm gonna say that um childhood pain mm-hmm. childhood hurts um, and that comes in so many different forms so i'm going to just use that sort of broad category but what I see from most women is that they're dealing with some childhood stuff mm-hmm. that they have yet to acknowledge mm-hmm. is an issue yeah. in their current lives mm-hmm. and so because of that I can see like you said from the counseling and psychology background mm-hmm. I see right away that yeah. most of what you're dealing with is because you you won't tell the truth about that. Yeah, the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the past. So mm-hmm. I, I would say um, women have a very difficult time with acknowledging, owning, and embracing the truth of their past. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're having all sorts of issues in their present. Okay, yeah, excellent. And that's one thing I address in my talks because I specialize in time management and goal setting because in counseling, mm-hmm. I noticed that people were having issues uh, making time for spouses and making time to meet certain goals. And so that's something that resonated with me when I was in counseling. And I I noticed a correlation also as um, before I even started doing career coaching, I noticed the correlation between people's careers and their home lives. Mm-hmm. taking their problems back home or their issues with work home and issues at home to work. And so that's something that resonated with me. And overall, people hold on to the past, what you said to me yesterday, what you said to me last year, even. That's right. Yeah. And so until people deal with... What you said to me when I was seven. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You remember what you... You remember going on. Yeah, right. And until people deal with issues of the past, it's like a, a ball and chain holding them back and, and slowing down their progress for the future. Yeah. Right. So you want to add anything before I read the joke of the week? <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. You know, I'm sitting here anticipating like what in the world kind of joke is this conversation okay um no i i i just like to say thank you for um inviting me on and allowing me to be guest number one of the new year i really appreciate that that means a lot it means a lot i thank you for um for taking time to pay attention to my platform Mm -hmm. on social media um because you know it is very difficult to be um to, to to be a little fish in a big in a big ocean 
Um, so for someone to, to actually stop and pay attention and say, Hey, I think she has something to say. Um, it, it, it's a blessing. So thank you. And thank you for your platform, um, as well. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. So now on to the joke of the week. <laughs> so a woman okay, was, <laughs> a woman was taking an afternoon nap. When she woke up, she told her husband, I just dreamed that you gave me a pearl necklace. What do you think that means? So he says, you'll know tonight. That evening, the man came home with a small package and gave it to his wife. Delighted and excited, she opened it to find a book entitled The Meaning of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a husband. <laughs> <laughs> he said, forget the pearl necklace. I'll give you a book and you can read about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I yeah. know. Oh, gosh. He knew what she meant. <laughs> right, exactly. He knew what she really wanted. <laughs> yeah, I just like to lighten things up because we're, we're both taking on... Um, I think you're taking on really heavy stuff with people's dealing with people's raw emotions. And so I just like to lighten things up during my interviews, but I, I want to ask you a couple more questions before we close. And I want to know what okay. plans you have for speak up sis for 2019 and ongoing actually. Oh, my gosh, speak up sis um, for 2019 this I have I have pegged this as our year of growth, um, expansion, and elevation. That's that's what 2019 is going to be about. Um, we have planned a spring tour where it's going to be a bicoastal tour, where we're going to be on the west coast in April, and we will have some speak up sis and I and we call them experiences. They're not mm -hmm. events because they are most definitely an experience. Okay. Um, so we will be on the West Coast in California, Oregon, and Washington mm -hmm. uh, in April. And then we will be back on the East Coast uh, in May. And, and right now, this is all tentative. Um, I have not um, uh, solidified uh, the states as of yet. But tent tentatively, we'll be uh, in New York or New Jersey, um, Chicago, North Carolina, Florida, for May and then we'll have another winter tour because we just finalized mm -hmm. our very first winter tour on December 30th. Wow. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Mm -hmm. And so we are planning a second winter tour for next year uh, in November and December. Mm -hmm. And Speak Up Sis will also be traveling internationally this year. <laughs> and the plan is to uh, have a Speak Up Sis experience in Africa. And so there are so many more things that are planned for the year, but those are the highlights. Wow. Excellent. So on your Speak Up Sis experiences, tell us what those look like. Oh, wow. So the Speak Up Sis experience is a conversation <clears throat> that facilitated by me and oftentimes I will bring in one to three other um, female creatives. They may be authors or uh, musicians, oh, um, type, you know, visual artists, but I'll bring in um, a creative to, to 
facilitate the conversation with me. Sometimes it's just me. Uh, there are no others. It depends on the type of experience, if it's a private host uh, or not. Uh, and we really have a conversation. It's like a roundtable conversation. Mm-hmm. And there, there are refreshments. So the women will come in and they eat and they mingle because what we don't understand is before we can actually dig and dive into the hard stuff, we mm-hmm. kind of got to break up the fallow crown and mm-hmm. breaking bread with one another. Um, there's usually a little music playing or something. So mm-hmm. people relax and um, because they don't really realize what, what's about to hit them. <laughs> and when yeah. we sit down and have and we begin the conversation, uh, it is truly uh, dialogue among all the women. They can ask questions. They can talk. They can share their stories. The facilitators, and notice I say facilitators because we don't just, we don't stand in front of them and speak. And we actually never are standing. We're oh. always sitting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We may be sitting. Uh, we may be in a U format and we're in the middle of the U or something of that nature. But we, we lead the conversations and we often mm-hmm. lead the conversations with our work, whether it's a piece of literature or a song or something of that nature. And here's the experience that is difficult to explain. Somehow, this room of women just will begin to pour out their stuff. Wow. Yeah. And, we, and, and, and it's not a place where you leave and your life is all fixed. I am not mm-hmm. Ayala. But what it does, it drops seeds. We plant seeds. And we also... Uh, help women to begin the process of standing in their truth. Some women actually stand up in it right there. Some women, there are some women who never say anything. They just listen, but later they'll send me a message. They'll give me a Mm -hmm. call. They'll say, you know what you said or what the other lady said. Or Mm -hmm. um, so we plant seeds and we give, we, we just create a safe space to be able to talk about the things that are difficult to talk about. You know what it's like? Because you'll get this because of your work. Mm-hmm. It's almost like having a group session. Okay. Yeah. That's what it, it turns like into. One. Yeah. The <laughs> and no one's standing. The therapist or yes. in case the facilitator is sitting right. with the group members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not therapy. I am not mm-hmm. a a practicing counselor or therapist mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, you know, I don't give people advice. Like I said, I can't tell you the, the steps to live your best life. Right. Um, what I do is give safe space and opportunity for you to open your mouth and share your story okay. with other people who, other women who mm-hmm. will support you in that. Okay, excellent. Well, Angel, I thank you so much for being my first guest of the new year. And this is a a new podcast as well. So I thank you for being my first guest. Yay! (laughs) Yay! I'm honored. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, and I look forward to seeing more of you. I'm definitely watching you. You're showing up in my news feeds now. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. So thanks again. And happy new year to, to you, your family, 
and I wish you much success with Speak Up, Sis. Thank you, Shalanda, and the same to you. Have a wonderful year, and I will be following you as well. Oh, thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com. Shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.